What up, Star Wars bitches? We are coming at you live from Celebration, from the podcast stage in Chicago at McCormick Place Convention Center. It's amazing. The chemistry is electric. And I'm totally fucking with you. We're in our hotel room right now. No, no, we're, we're, we're not. We're not live. Uh, we were at Celebration. Didn't think it had enough to actually get up, set up a booth. Point is, uh, we were there. Uh, we were there for two days. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to split it up into a couple episodes. Day one, day two, we, uh, we're not going to dive into the trailer too much. You'll have to check out our trailer discussion breakdown episode uh, to we'll hear a little bit more a about couple, that. A couple days, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It'll, we'll, it'll talk, we'll, we'll touch on it, but we'll follow we'll go, shortly. We'll go full into it. Yeah. So, so right now, like just, we like, like we said, we're in Chicago. Uh, we were here for day one and day two. Uh, that's Friday and Saturday. Well, um, well, technically day two and day well, three. I know, but they, we still have like I don't know. It's, it was more like a day zero. I guess. You know? Yeah. But either way, we're here for Friday and Saturday, and there was a lot going on. And uh, I mean, like we said in our precursor episode to the to uh, Star Wars Celebration, we have been wanting to do this for a long time, and it was. It was every bit worth everything that we. It was everything I could imagined it would be, and more, really. Uh, so let's just dive right Literally into day one, one. Yeah, man. Uh, first things first. Uh, let's talk about episode nine panel. Yeah. Well, so um, if anybody's never been, well, I guess not all celebrations <laughs> are the same. Uh, this one is in Chicago. They've had them in many cities: uh, Anaheim, Indianapolis. Orlando. Orlando overseas a few times, uh, and and from what I can tell, they do a lot of you know panels, right? And these panels are you know specific topics, and we were lucky enough to be chosen in the lottery for the episode nine reveal. And again, something we've already talked about. This is the first year that they did a they did a lottery before it was just you had to stand in line, you had to get there, but ask crack of dawn uh, to get in to the panel at all. This was different. I can't imagine having to stand in line that early in the freezing cold Chicago weather. I'm really glad they did this lottery thing. Especially it was since super you convenient. Your shoes and had to wear flip flops all weekend. That was a little unfortunate, um, but thankfully we weren't outside that much, so it didn't really matter. Um, the lottery system was awesome. I thought it worked. It worked in really our favor. well. Uh, we, Somewhat because we were able to get into the panels. We didn't get any of the exhibitor exclusives, but I wasn't too disappointed about that. Uh, and and I think exclusive is a very loose term. This is very here, true. Man. At least the the Hasbro exclusives weren't. I mean, well, okay. The so has they had exhibitor exclusives and they had panel exclusives. Uh, panels where you would get into the panel and exhibitor exclusives, you could get access to what they were saying were exclusive collectible items, uh, only retrievable through celebration. Right? Uh, there was Funko. Which to do the pops? There were uh, Hasbro. Hasbro. I believe there was one other one that I don't really remember, and I didn't I really care that much about. But from everything I could see, as far as the exclusives went, they didn't really look like at least the Hasbro stuff. Yeah, um, I think so. All, the, all that the stuff I've seen stuff before. Apparently, is selling like hotcakes on eBay for a lot more money. So that, that doesn't surprise me. It. But either way, we got into the episode nine panel, and it was amazing. We, that was the first thing we did. We went straight to Wintrust Arena, and uh, which is where it was. It was in what was called Celebration Stage, and it they was had a, a bunch of six thousand, six to seven thousand uh, capacity stadium. I think that's where DePaul uh, University plays basketball. Right, and, and there was a bunch of different stages. This is obviously was the largest the, one, the biggest one, and it 
it was it was one of the best experiences I've had uh, in a long time, probably ever. Honestly, uh, it was it was amazing. It was really great. Uh, it met and for the most part exceeded all of my expectations. The only thing that was a little disappointing is that I really wanted Mark Hamill to be there. I yeah. was hoping he was going to mm-hmm. show. He did not, uh, which is fine. It's okay. Aside from Mark Hamill not being there, everything else was was great. We got to see all of the major uh, cast, uh, including one newcomer. Uh, I can't remember her character. Naomi something. Name. Uh, I don't remember the character. I think Naomi is her. Is, is, is the, the actress's actress name? Actress's name. I can't remember uh, her character. I think popular opinion right now is that she's related to Lando in some way, but I guess we'll see. Um, I mean, which is it only because she's black, like. Do we have to ask that question about everybody? <laughs> Although her answer to the question was uh, was pretty spectacular, uh, saying you know he's probably has children all over the galaxy. So. <laughs> Who knows? Very very Lando. Um, speaking of Lando, Billy D. Williams was, was there. Uh, he had a, uh, I don't remember what the question was, but he had a great. Oh, I think. Uh, oh well, first let's let's back up. Uh, the host for the panel was a surprise, at least. For me, I don't know if anybody else uh, knew it was coming, but Stephen Colbert uh, was, was the very host. Shocked that he was coming out. Had no idea that that was going to happen, which is which was awesome. And uh, uh, he asked Billy Dee Williams a question, something along the lines of, "Was it hard to get back into Lando? Did you have to get back into the character?" And he was like, "Lando never left me. <laughs> He's always been there." <laughs> it was it was great. It was such a very Lando thing to yeah. say. Who else, were on, who else was on stage? There was J.J. Abrams, Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy uh, Daisy John Rid- Boyega, obviously. Daisy uh, Ridley. Daisy Ridley. We, we were, we did miss uh, Adam Driver. I was very disappointed to not see Adam. Adam Driver. was that not there. Great. Yeah, that was a uh, that was weird that he wasn't there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Oscar he Isaac had other responsibilities, uh, I guess. But I guess um, Oscar Isaac was there. Uh, the guy who plays Chewbacca, I can't remember his, the new guy. Jor, it's it's a foreign name. It's a, it's a I think it's a pronounce. Russian. Yeah, is it Russian or German or some something, something like that? Yeah. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran. That's uh, that was another thing. I, Kelly like, Marie Tran. I, I just I think so. Day one was filled with a lot of cool things. Uh, one of the coolest things I think was the the outpour of love that everybody had for Kelly. For Marie Kelly, Tran. like there was so wrong, like, much love. There was a lot of applause for J.J. Abrams. There was a lot of applause for. You know the two of the big three, well, all three of the big three, right? Uh, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of. I, mean, I would expect them to get the most, right? It, it was, was Kelly by far, by far. Everybody, she, and I think everyone just, stood up. Everyone stood and were chanting her name. Chanting and Kelly, 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 <clears throat> Kelly. Like it was, it was. She literally was crying on stage. She was crying later on. It was something I think was definitely needed because I mean she she quit Twitter because of the. You the know, horrific things that people were, that people saying, were saying about her. Dumb. Like, it was her so fault, amazing to see the do it love towards Ryan for Johnson, Carrie. not towards Kelly Tran. Just kidding. Yeah. Don't do that to anybody. No, uh, you can do it towards Ryan Johnson. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, no, the, it was really amazing to see the outstanding love for for Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the response was was absolutely fantastic. Uh, so we got to hear uh, about the movie. Again, don't want to go into it too much. Uh, we'll be divulging that in a, in a later episode. But uh, I do want to say that the trailer, I still am, have like goosebumps every time I like think about it. It 
was great. It far exceeded my expectations. Like, it, we, it, you did say in the precursor episode that we wanted that you wanted something that um, captured you and and really left you, you know, wanting more and like I wanted an amazing moment that mm-hmm. didn't give away too much, but but le- but like left me with a shock on that. my face. I we you definitely got absolutely that. got that. Again, we're not going to go into it. Not too but, much, but like I mean, I think we should go into what happened at the panel, right? That's so. I mean, sure. I mean, everybody has seen the trailer. Uh, if you haven't, you know, spoilers because I know some people are sensitive to that sort of thing. Uh, but the end of the trailer, we got. Uh, well, so let's lead up to it a little bit, right? Yeah. So, like throughout the trailer, you can hear Luke's voice. He's he's talking to Ray, presumably, mm-hmm. right? He's saying all these different things, and right before the trailer cuts to black and we see the title. You hear Luke say something like, "No one's ever really gone," and also on screen before that, uh, we do see Ray and Poe, I believe, Poe and looking Finn into uh, what looks like some, an ocean, an ocean with what to me and I think to most people look like the circular dish of the what the, would be the second Death Star. Yeah, yeah, the remains of what was left of the Death Star, right? Uh, which I would imagine would be the second Death Star, right? Like. Uh, g- given what happened next, I would Wait. assume it would be the second Death Star. Yeah. yeah. So that happens, right? Cuts to black, and then you hear the very distinctive laugh of Emperor Palpatine, which and blew everybody away. Chills. chills, except for you because you thought it was snow. Oh, okay, I got the first chills time. when I saw what happened next. There, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." I thought it was snow. <laughs> so that happened, right? Only because I wouldn't have possibly even thought that. Palpatine, like, why? Like, after all these years, definitely is his laugh. You go back and listen to, really listen to it. Clearly, Palpatine's laugh, and we really know that it's Palpatine laugh because as soon as this, well, so trailer ends, uh, cuts to the to the title. We now know the title is the Rise of Skywalker. Again, we'll dig into the details on the uh, what that means a little bit later uh, in a later episode. But after that, trailer ends and. The lights come up on the stage, and who walks out but Ian McDermott, the actor who plays Palpatine. Everyone goes crazy. He pulls he, the mic he, up to he his... He hit a stop and pulled the mic back down. <laughs> a couple, a couple crazy times. crazy people were going. Were like going. He was like ready to, to do what he was supposed to do, and then couldn't... People just keep screaming, and he was... Yeah. So, and, and, and in his most... In his best Palpatine voice, he says, Roll it again. And, and then we essentially dropped the mic. And, and then and pretty much dropped the mic, walked off stage, and we well, watched the trailer again. And uh, it was probably the best moment. Probably the best thing that ever happened to me. I, I saw Ian McDermott in person. Uh, my favorite character is Palpatine. Uh, getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. It was awesome. It was one of the coolest things. Crazy. I had no idea. We were flipping out. It was absolutely insane. It was unbelievably amazing. And uh, so... They, they went into a lot of the details of the movie, right? Not a lot of the details, um, um, but gave us a general idea of like where they where they were shooting. And Oh, Anthony, uh, Anthony Daniels yeah, also mm-hmm. was up on stage. I forgot about Anthony Daniels. Which he was just a trip he's funny to watch hell, on stage, man. He's entertaining. Every time, him and he's Warwick hilarious. Davis. Like, Warwick Davis was fucking hilarious. Warwick Davis. So, Warwick Davis actually, uh, pre, like, right before the, the panel started, he kind of warmed up the audience a little bit. He came out on stage. Uh, walked around the came out into the audience, bit, yeah. Uh, gave autograph. Well, I don't think he gave autographs, but he was. He did autograph questions. somebody's oh, yeah, uh, right. uh, uh, wicket, yes, bobblehead thing, and or whatever. He was he like 
he knows how to work the mic, and he knows like, him and Anthony Daniels both were uh, experts at that. Very, very <laughs> witty, very clever, like very on point. Uh, the dude who played Chewbacca was kind of the opposite of that. Yeah, he was kind of horrible to I listen he was to. Kind of awkward. Like it was like he was just he was super I mean, awkward. Don't get me wrong. That picture of him holding uh, his baby uh, in his Chewbacca gear on set was adorable, and that's like a great moment. But like, I felt like he like he like milked it a little bit too much. Like he just, they brought it back up like twice. I don't know. It was weird. He was a little awkward to listen to. Yeah, that I mean. So what else with the panel? Uh, we had. I mean, there's really not without going into a lot of details about the trailer and, and what the movie is. Is there really was not a lot I else did, to talk like, about? If you haven't watched it, we will link. Uh, if I don't know if actually if we can, I haven't looked on YouTube yet. But if they put those panels up yet, like just as standalone videos, if they do, we'll look for them and put them in the show notes. I f- uh, feel like definitely they worth have. watching because it was there was a lot of information there. You probably already read about all the information. Uh, but one of the like one of the things why I would say you should watch it is because of Stephen Colbert as the guest host, right? He was very funny. Uh, he himself is a huge clearly Star a huge fan. Star Wars nerd, huge Star Wars, and fan. and that's I think he definitely shows that in the way he's asking these questions. Uh, I think at one point, like he asked a question, and and J.J. Abrams asked him, like, you know, what what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm not your agent, I'm I'm their agent because I'm I'm one of them. I'm here for the audience. You know? <laughs> uh, so like that was that was funny, uh, and then. He John Boyega is also really funny too. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot listening of listening um, to him. Is, is I, I mean, great. I'm starting to believe that him and uh, Oscar Isaac might be like they might have something going on in, in real life. Too. Uh, yeah, Oscar, yeah. I, I, maybe even Oscar Isaac or uh, Poe Dameron and and uh, Finn. And mm-hmm. Finn might have some sort of uh, homosexual relationship. Uh, <laughs> you definitely get those vibes. There's definitely they've got great camaraderie. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the panel with this celebration. The Big panel, the celebration stage was in a the, the arena that we talked about, and that was kind of off, like across the street from the main, separate from the rest yeah, of the building, from the main building, right? Uh, and like, man, that was the only 6, one 000. we went to in that in the arena that day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't stay. We didn't stay, and we actually didn't go to any more panels that no, day. No, we didn't. We, we we walked right back, and that, we followed with the rest of the seven thousand people walking across the street, <laughs> uh, and the main entrance was just crowded oh it was, it was packed too crazy and so we, we said lucked, fuck that we lucked out actually because walked to the now, bus entrance which is also the there. vip entrance which we don't have but they we just did, let us go in so that was cool they did so they skipped they did on Thursday, probably or, uh, 45 minutes oh my gosh yeah at least they let us in on friday saturday we didn't have much luck but uh that was really the only panel we attended well i guess you could say it's the only panel we attended we did so we, um, we, catch a lot of the uh, live uh, yeah, so Star Wars Yeah, so after the panel, show. we spent a bunch of time walking the floor, right? Uh, and the exhibitor hall. The exhibitor hall and the and the floor. Like, that was, to me, the best. Well, not, I don't know if it was the best part, but it was amazing to be there. I thought it was, I thought it was the best part. Just I mean, all, that's like, where all the, uh, that's where all of the excitement was. That's where everybody was. That's where all the people who are in costumes are walking around. That's where all of the, the costumes, the vendors, where all of the... Uh, they had all kinds of experiences you could line up to 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 wait in line to do. Um, they had like little, they had like a little preview of Galaxy's Edge. You could wait in line and like walk through and do a couple of interactive things. Um, the Exhibit Hall was was my favorite part of the. Uh, I think also of the space that they had laid out. Even there. though there were lines and it took forever to do a lot of stuff. So many lines. A lot, like. 
and it's kind of cliche, I guess, to say it like this, but like just the energy there, like there was just barely, I didn't see much of any negativity there. Like no, everything, everybody really. was happy to be there. Every, like everybody is, you just talk to a random stranger and they're just the most cheerful people. And uh, the, I don't know, just the entire thing felt surreal because it was just like you're around all these Star Wars fans that are there to waste as much money as you and to see all this crazy Star Wars stuff that you can't see anywhere else. And it was absolutely the greatest feeling to be there. It was amazing. It, it Everybody forgets about everything else. And the only thing that there is on their mind is how much they love Star Wars. And you can feel it. You can hear it. You can feel it. It's it's everywhere. Um, so the exhibit hall was where we spent most of our time, right? Walking around, both looking days, at all really. the collect. Uh, both days, yeah. Um, walking around, looking at the, looking at the collectibles, spending money. Uh, spending money. I haven't calculated the total, but hopefully it's not too much. Uh, I'm just not just looking. <laughs> that's probably a better idea. Looking at all of the people who are in cosplay was just so enjoyable we got so many pictures of so so many great costumes like wow like the amount of money and time that some of these people put into these costumes is is un is unreal we saw so much many many cool things. i don't even know what my favorite would be like the, there's a couple that stick out of my mind uh one of them was darth Malgus. um i only saw one darth Malgus, and it was legit he even had like colored contacts to make his eyes like red and yellow and he had makeup around his face to make him look all like red and and uh everything looked custom built that was really cool darth or darth whatever you want to call him darth shredder oh my gosh the the shredder so a, a person was it wasn't I don't, it was like a cross between shredder armor and mandalorian, mandalorian armor but he had, he had a, had a lightsaber. purple lightsaber and it was the coolest thing like that oh. yeah, i think that was my favorite and we're definitely i, I want to post some of these photos online on social media yeah Facebook, yeah Twitter, we'll, we'll, we'll be posting these on our on our social uh, media but yeah, for sure sh- but the shredder one the i don't even have a funny pun to say about it but the shredder <laughs> mandalorian cross uh cosplay was definitely one of the most unique shredalorian man to shredder man to shred i don't know there's something Boba shredder there, there's something shredder fat shredder no, uh, no. no. That, uh, that was one that, that that stood out to me, um, for sure. But the, I mean, there's 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 so many. It's amazing just to walk around and then kind of be immersed. Yes, and I, so I think one of the things that we missed out on, and I'm not that upset about really, but uh, one section of the the floor we didn't really interact with at all, other than trying to catch a glimpse, was the autograph and uh, the, like that section. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, they had uh like the whole like back corner was autographs and then like photo ops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go back and autographs with people and uh but they didn't really have you couldn't see it, any it of them like, like behind, behind curtains, curtains purposefully so that you couldn't just walk by and like snap pictures of them. You had to pay money and wait in line to actually see them. And it was an exorbitant amount of money just to get signed. I don't know. Maybe it maybe we I, I don't know have. if like this was just because I just happened to come across people who did this. But if I had to pick one now, I mean, it would probably still be Palpatine. But after that, it would probably be Ray Park because I, I came across several people uh, who had done autographs and photo sessions with him. And they just talked about how amazingly funny and cool this dude was. Just like he yeah, interacted with you as if you were just, you know, 
one of his friends. Yeah. Like, uh, you weren't just a complete stranger that were paying him to <laughs> sign a piece of paper. I think the next celebration we go to, I'm going to do more of that kind of thing and less of buying toys, which is pretty much what I did well, this okay. time. You're, I'm still going to buy gonna toys. Do that. You you're know that's right. wrong. I mean, you're right. You're I'm, lying I'm to gonna... yourself. <laughs> and I'll you spend know that less... she doesn't listen to this, so you're not lying to her. So <laughs> she's just lying to yourself. <laughs> she listens. I hope she does. <laughs> I'm not, doesn't listen. I'm not going to – I'm going to spend less – well, that's probably not true either. I'm going to spend more money the next time I go. Either way, I'm a little sad that we didn't try – to do yeah. some of that stuff. But speaking of spending But money. there was all kinds of... The, 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 those are two of them, Ray Park and, and Ian McDermott, but so many people. Uh, Hayden Christensen Hayden Christensen was there. They even had... Um, uh, Jason Isaacs. George Lucas's uh, son, Jet Lucas. Jet Lucas. Uh, we, Paul we Bettany. Them, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's tons of them there. But um, speaking of spending money, we talked already about the Exhibitor floor, but I don't think we dove into enough detail about this because this was just insane. Because... So the way that they, they had different exhibitors, right? So, uh, in some big name, they had like Wilson basketballs, mm-hmm. which I didn't get one, unfortunately. Uh, they had, you know, Hasbro, Lego, but they also had kind of lesser known things, but still really cool things. Like one of the cool things was Inovos, I think it was it. it was the name of the company, but they made those like high end armor. Like it was one of the first things we came in, ac- across, and it was like, oh, this Poe Dameron helmet, six hundred fifty bucks. Oh yeah, oh, but this like. You know, Ray Belt is yeah. eighty five. You know, I could I could afford the belt. It was but. like at the at the entrance of the exhibitor mm-hmm. hall was all the, like the really higher end stuff mm-hmm. that costs yeah. and then they just had ridiculous amounts of money of essentially collectors, people who collect th- uh, just toys. They're not businesses, I don't think. Some may be businesses, but they're just people who had fancy toys I, I, I felt like a lot of them were people who owned like smaller toy shops yeah like something like big fun uh mom and Columbus. pop right right, right, right. um so you know yeah collectible stores right right, right. and there was tons of those and they, everywhere and, i mean a lot of them were similar where they had like a shitload of black series toys and a bunch of fx lightsabers or a bunch of 1970s action figures in little baggies or whatever but each one kind of had its own kind of theme and each one was, I think we came, we went to each one of them twice probably throughout both days, right? Like we, I think we walked around new. that entire hall several times because there were different stands um, from Friday to Saturday. I thought it would be mostly mostly the same stuff, but it, it some of it was. Um, but there was so a, lot a lot of different. other stuff that were that was new and some things that weren't there anymore. Uh, but uh, the the one stand that's uh, one of the ones that stood out to me um, was these guys who made custom masks. Yeah, I don't know if they, were they three D printed, but they were like higher quality than three D print. It, yeah, they were higher quality than three D print. Maybe it was like a combination of three D printing just a high and high quality three D printer. <clears throat> Maybe they. You know what? I mean, they recouped their costs probably. That's uh, for sure. Some of these things were incredible and if i had more money i absolutely would have bought them the 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 bane mask that he wears eventually to keep the obelisk to from from like taking over his face was insane insanely expensive but like amazingly cool they also sold some some custom sabers Mm -hmm. uh and it wasn't just star wars masks masks either uh, what was the Species of General Grievous, Kalish. Like 
Kalishi, yeah, they had like a mask of them. Yep. Uh, had Kalishi, they, battle they armor had all masks. types of masks. And like you said, not they, just Star Wars. They had Mortal Kombat that we saw, like the little, uh, the little mouth uh, masks for yeah, like Scorpion gods, and and Sub Zero. I want to say um, Rain. Ermac. Uh, Ermac. Yeah. was the red, red ninja. I think. I hope. Anyway, um, that vendor uh, was really cool. And again, all of these were like mom and pop shops or like people who like work out of their basement or something like that, you know? So with the exhibitor floor, we kind of lucked into a scenario where we were getting beer, right? As we do. Yeah. Cheers. I was, yeah, cheers, man. So we were getting beer and we're, we just left the beer line with our, uh, with our glasses and we heard some cheering. And, uh, uh, you know, there was cheering going on every once in a while. And we heard, we saw a large crowd rush to the, the center stage where, like Sean, you mentioned this earlier, the, the, and there was the a, Star Wars Live. And I guess we really didn't say that. In the middle of the exhibitor hall was a smaller stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a bunch of people were rushing. And they, they were doing things pretty much throughout the entire day, both days, that were, you know, just random interviews or something like that. But not interviews with major people. Until this point where uh, someone ran past us and it was shouting like, Daisy Ridley's on stage. And we're like, oh shit. So and at this had, point, it was, it. Uh, it's it's the Star Wars show, which is yes. a show that's on that's on YouTube. Um, they were doing it live from Celebration. And like you said, we heard loud screams and saw crowds of people rushing towards the stage. And we're like, oh shit, what's going on? So happened it was Daisy Ridley and Kathleen Kennedy came out on stage. No one was expecting them to be out in, at least on that stage, um, and we got decently close. So Not with that, that one, close. I felt like <laughs> I, I don't know. I have like a collage that I made of the different photos, where it's like clear that we got progressively like closer, closer. and closer. Each time. <laughs> so with that one, we were kind of behind the camera crew. Someone told me that on the other side there was a lot more room, and she wanted to get by because of that. And I didn't follow her. I just you know let her let her go by, uh, and I wish I would have because I would have been a lot closer to Kathleen Kennedy and Daisy Ridley. And that was a surprise. You know, they left the stage. Well, so first of all, they were also doing, uh, each person did cannon guns. They shot, you know, shirts. The, the, the t-shirt. The uh, like, t-shirt they would do, go on, do their interview. T- cannon guns. T-shirt guns. And then they did the t-shirt cannons, and they would, yeah. <clears throat> so then after uh, Kathleen Kennedy and Daisy Ridley went off stage, they, you know, we were like, oh, okay, that, that must be it. I mean, we, we'd never been here before. We didn't know kind of what was going on. And a lot of people were leaving, so we, again, left. And then we heard cheering again, and it was, I believe this I time it was John, John Boyega. Boyega came out next. Yeah. And we got and a little bit closer. up around the front where that lady had said, and was closer. And then, and he was, John Boyega is just in person, is one of the, like, Seems most, like one of the coolest dudes. He, he genuinely feels like someone who was a Star Wars fan before that is in it now. Like, something that, if I were in the movies, I feel like I would... It talk was, like he does the way he right. talks about stuff and it's he, he even said like oh man this is so exciting i want to get out there and walk the floor with yeah. the rest of you guys he never did unfortunately well you don't know he might have and we just didn't maybe he was undercover maybe he was in one of those stormtrooper costumes dude actually they do that with stuff. i don't know if they they do that people like there's videos comic-con that. It happens all the time yeah. at comic-con where people like dress up and mm-hmm. and it's actually celebrities but anyway so and then he left and then in between each interview, they had something else, right? It's not like somebody else would come up on stage that's not a host of the Star Wars show and would talk briefly. And then they 
would bring someone back on stage. And the next one, I believe, was Oscar Isaac and the Naomi. God, I wish I could remember. I that can't remember. Name. Yeah, I can't remember um, the actress's name. But, but each time one of them left, a lot of people would leave the stage. No, it wasn't Oscar. It next the next after Ooh. that was was Kelly JJ. Marie Chan and and JJ Abrams came out. Correct. So John Boyega left. A lot of the fans left, so we just kept inching closer. We, everyone, we just kept because every every time someone would walk off, some people would leave, or we're like, yeah, we're not going anywhere. So we just kept getting closer and closer and closer and closer, and they essentially brought out the entire panel that was there for episode nine. They just brought them out again, uh, and in a more like a smaller, more intimate yeah. uh, setting. Um, brought Anthony Anthony Daniels was. I honestly thought he might one have been of my, drunk. One of my favorites. He was so entertaining to like listen oh, to. The story and to watch. that he had about his book, which was funny. I think we should oh, at least briefly mention. Yeah. So during the episode nine panel, uh, Anthony Daniels was talking about he's he's um, had a book uh, that just got announced, and I don't know the actual title because we didn't. Ooh, that we, was today. <laughs> that did get announced today. Don't know what it is. Probably should look that up beforehand. But he made this big deal about how originally he had his own title it was it's his memoirs uh basically about his journey through star wars and his life and all that stuff and uh he had a title that he wanted to call it and his publishers basically said no that's dumb no one will get it they're too dumb it was more that like like yes star wars fans will get it but this book will be more broad than just the standard star wars nerd essentially is basically what they're saying Right? right so we can't have this title that no one un- that, that, understands that no one gets so he was so then he goes on to say all right i'm going to tell you my original title that i wanted and if you get it everyone cheer if you don't get it then everyone boo so he tells us the title and the title was um telling the odds and the whole stadium the whole arena erupted and was like cheering and screaming and 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 rightfully so because that's a perfect fucking title. That's a great title because it's memoirs of his time on set as the only person really in all nine episodes. Right? Yeah, yeah, he was the only one who was in every single one of the nine episodes throughout the whole entire saga, and it's a great title. And everyone erupted and cheered, and his, Anthony's reaction was priceless, and everyone was laughing. That that was hilarious. That was one of the that was a highlight for sure. But he was also um, uh, really funny and very entertaining to watch uh, on in the, on the, uh, the stage in the exhibitor there. hall yeah. um, on the Star Wars show. And, and and again, they also brought out Work Davis, and he was also another one that was extremely funny, even like more closely uh, in the center and, stage. And they tried to stump him uh, in in, in uh, when they were doing the Star Wars show in the exhibitor hall. Uh, by asking him to name every single character that he's played in all of the Star Wars movies he's been in, he which is a shit, ton. Dude. He which nailed I didn't know every was that many. single one. He knew every single character, every name of every character he played. Not even I don't I don't remember the uh, the guys. Anthony, is it Anthony on the Star Wars show? Yes, Anthony and Andy. Or is it or is it people? Yes, it is. Or Andrew and Anthony. I think it's Anthony. Either way, the, the well, guy. whatever, whatever. The guy who was interviewing him. He didn't even know some of them. Warwick was on it, man. He knew every name of every character that he's ever been in. And I didn't realize he had played that many that yeah. many characters in Star Wars. Also, real quick, rewind back to Anthony Daniels, um, the guy from the Star Wars show. Uh, I, I think it's Anthony. I say Anthony or Andrew. 
Either way, he was interviewing Anthony. It's Daniels. Andrew. It's Andrew. Anthony and it's it's not, it wasn't Anthony and Anthony. It's Andrew. Yeah. I think I, either way, the guy was interviewing Anthony Daniels, and he was like Anthony Daniels was being so you know grandoire with his fucking the way he was talking and like standing up and like being dramatic <laughs> with everything he was saying, which is why I thought he was kind of drunk. And he was basically basically taking over the interview. Like it was just pretty much him talking the whole entire time. Exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, the, the host of the Star Wars show essentially sat there and just ripped up his card and threw it and down. D- and, and just, just threw set it. the mic down. <laughs> like, as a joke. And it, was, uh, it was pretty funny. And then what else did he say? What did he... Uh, oh, again, uh, Anthony was talking about his book and his publishers came to him and he said, okay, we want you to write 10,000 words 40, or whatever. 40,000 words. And then he said, yes. And they're like, actually, we want you to write 70,000 words. And then he's like, and I officially have stopped at 75,000 words and then the Star Wars show interviewer Andrew I think his name is was like how did you how did they get you to stop at 75 <laughs> it was such a like it was so quick witted and like and you could tell he he knew that was such a good one too that he fucking just burst out laughing as soon as he said it that was so that was that was funny. if you have a chance I'm sure you can find it online check out Star Wars show live from Celebration it was a treat so I think that was, I mean, again, I don't know what is the biggest highlight of day one for me, if it's being there and seeing the trailer in person, uh, which was great because we, we got that cool selfie of us with like the, the rise of Skywalker in the background. And that's mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorite photos so far. Yeah. Um, probably going to be a profile picture. Oh, uh, I know something. Apparently we weren't there early enough, but there were people lining outside of Wintrust Arena since like 6 or 7 a.m. And apparently J.J. Abrams showed up with just shitloads of McDonald's and gave free McDonald's to everybody. So much McDonald's that by the time we got there, they were still passing out McDonald's to everybody who walked through the line. Which was well, like, received from me. Like, I, I, yeah, I like, really wow, that. that's awesome. And then we also got free Episode Nine beanies the when free we were walking through Episode the... Nine beanies are one of my favorite, like, handouts that we got. That was, we got a lot of free handouts. That was one we, of the That was, like, really the only sure. free handout we got on day one, though. They didn't really do... Um, the ice that I received anyway. Not that I can remember. Yeah, most of the free stuff we got was uh, the second day we were there on Saturday. Uh, uh, but the beanie was super sweet. Yeah, so highlight of day one, I, to me, I think it was just being so up close and being there for the episode nine cast and crew on, on the center stage for Star Wars Live, like the Star Wars show live. Like that was That was super that was awesome. So cool, man. That was super awesome. I don't disagree with you, but I mean, seeing the episode nine trailer and then having Ian McDermott come out and then oh, realizing damn, see, that I forgot about Ian. there's just so much that's going on. And then I, realizing I, Palpatine's I like that I, I, that for me was just unbelievable. I still can't stop thinking about it. Day one was amazing, and we have a lot more to talk about with day two, uh, which we just finished up, and I think we have a lot of content coming out in the next couple of days. We have lots of juicy stuff, man. Uh, what else? What else about day one before we wrap this up? I mean, yeah, we I bought a couple of things. Um, I got some really cool action figures that I'm really excited about that I didn't know existed. Uh, what about you? Did you did you did you buy anything day one? Day one, I did not buy anything other than probably coolest pint glass that we will ever have. Oh, the pint glasses! So we both bought these. Uh, they were. <laughs> I wish we would have went over that area again to see. I, I don't think he was there today. I no, because we, we uh, walked pretty much everywhere. We did, and I didn't yeah. see. And it's a pint glass with Obi Wan Kenobi, old Obi, 
Old Obi Wan, Alec Guinness. And it it just it's a Guinness pint glass. It's a Guinness pint glass. It's a Alec Guinness pint glass. <laughs> they were the we coolest thing. Pass it up. I could not. They, they had a couple other ones. They had uh, what was it? Samuel L. Jackson. It was a Sam Jackson shirt about Sam Adams beer. I don't remember seeing. They also that. had the. It was a Game of Thrones one. It was a Game sure. of Thrones. Uh, it it well you know it was it was weird to me because I think it was supposed to be House Greyjoy which is the Kraken, but the colors were wrong. It, it the colors made it seem like it was trying to be House Targaryen's sigil. Either way, I think it was supposed to be the Kraken, but it was Admiral Akbar's face and then the tentacles, which was awesome, <laughs> which was a sweet shirt. Uh, so I think day one that was my best purchase for sure. Uh, the, the the glass yeah it's just so it's genius to me mine was definitely I, i'm a huge general grievous fan and i'm also a big collector of the the black series um i think i want to say they're like one sixteenth scale i don't know the, like the the, the the slightly bigger ones mm-hmm. they may not one sixteenth but uh they had a they have a general grievous action figure that now didn't know that was a thing it might might be brand a new pretty cool one too like, yeah, it was super with, like, sweet. Multiple lightsabers on the side there. Yeah, yeah, he had the lightsabers. He had the blaster that he eventually gets Dies shot from. with. <laughs> Which, uh, speaking of that, we did see a cool action figure that I'd never seen before about General oh, Grievous, oh, and it was his. It's like General it, Grievous dying. Yeah, and, and like there's fire coming out of his face, fire coming out of his chest. It was yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, never saw, didn't know that existed. Ooh, another one that we saw, like one of the cooler collectible items, I think that we saw. Uh, was so one thing that you had a long time ago was, were the Revan and Malak, uh, kind of what four inch action yeah, figures? Yeah, it was like it like was the standard the, action uh, figures that you see. Thirtieth anniversary action figure like set. The they had a yeah. whole line of them that came. And they out, had a right? Revan and Malak. You had that. You sold it off. You got another copy I of those reacqu- recently. I've reacquired them over the years. Super jealous about that. So they had those there, Definitely. and you, they like just the Revan was more than what you paid. For, for, for both of them. them, right? Yeah, I got lucky. Uh, and what they also had, and this is the crazy thing that I never, I never knew existed, was oh. a Bastila Shan action, uh, uh, action figure, which yes was awesome. Like the fact that it was like I think 120 bucks. Yeah, I didn't really uh, want to chalk that up, but it was ridiculous. I for... Do regret not doing that because like the even the guy there, well, he's just trying to sell it too, but he did say he's only ever had two of those that he sold curious to see if we can find them online and how much they're really going for well, but that but that was super cool yeah. um only saw one of those throughout the whole entire uh time we were there but that was that was pretty sweet what else Man, yeah i think what, that wraps up so oh one? another thing about celebration that we haven't talked about uh is that they did have a celebration store right and the store had kind of unique items dedicated to star wars celebration 2019 uh there were items you could only get in that store um, you couldn't get them on the rest of the floor However, we did not go into the Celebration store day one because the line was gigantic. It would have taken two, three hours. I think we were talking to people that they literally waited in line day one for three hours. Extraordinarily far too long. We didn't go in there. We'll, talk, we'll touch base a little bit about that in episode, you know, the next episode about Celebration because we did go to did the go Celebration on store. Two. And it was, it was worth the wait. It wasn't as long, but it was worth the wait. Lots more to talk about uh, as far as day two goes in an upcoming episode. Day one, though. Day one was everything that I imagined it would be and more. There was, you know, it could have been a little bit more, uh, well, you know, well-prepared. 
But from what I've heard from people that have been to multiple celebrations, despite the fact that there were some problems with this, that this was the best run celebration yet. And I'm excited about how they're going to improve kind of going forward with the next couple of celebrations. Me too, man. Me too. I hope it just keeps getting better, but I have no doubt that it will. All right. So I think that uh, sums up this episode. Um, If you guys have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at Rockcast, uh, R-O-T-K-A-S-T. And uh, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Yes, we. I've, I feel like we were a lot more active in the last couple of days because of the events. Yeah, oh, of the speaking events. of Twitter, yesterday I did have something cool. Daniel Logan. Oh, yes. Official Daniel Logan liked one of our posts on Instagram, which is, you know, doesn't do anything for us other than being able to brag about it. Uh, we, we, we kind of had a, a freak out moment. I, know, I was like, oh my saw God, Daniel Logan. there's a check mark next to his name. It's actually him. For those of you who awesome. don't know who Daniel Logan is, he played young Boba Fett in, in episode two, Attack of the Clones. So, which was fantastic. I think that pretty much sums it up. I guess we'll hit you guys on the next one. Later. Later.